recording was done during the MonkeyCon online convention. This online convention came about from the Monkeys Took My Jetpack podcast and its listeners. This particular game is the Leverage RPG by Margaret Wise Productions. The first 18 minutes is chat, polishing off character creation, and an introduction to the rules. If you want to get right into the actual play, skip ahead 20 minutes. Hello. Hello, what and all. Hello. Good to talk to you again, Bert. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm yeah. glad to hear you are gainfully employed. Well, I'm employed. <laughs> I'm not sure how gainful it is. It's, it's something. Being it's a third just, shifter myself, I can uh, well appreciate. Yeah, mid- midnight to six doing uh, heavy lifting, it's just exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> I've dropped two pant sizes, though, so it's something to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Enforced weight loss regime. <laughs> It's yeah. part of your pay. Didn't you read your employee handbook? Yeah, they they the... did mention it several times. During the <laughs> part of the health plan. Right. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I do tend to record these for podcasts. Does anyone have a problem with that? If so, I won't. No. None of us could figure out how to use the power grammo. Oh. <laughs> on my game, so the one ring is lost to posterity. Uh, Aw. So sad. All right. Yeah. I'm just, as long uh, as... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just scanning IRC real quick to see if we could pick up a fourth. If not, three is perfectly uh, perfectly workable. No sure death with just three. No, no. All fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really liking Smallville, and so I've been eager to check out Leverage. Yeah, Smallville's the next one I want to check out. Uh, I really dig, you know, it's really dig the whole leverage thing. And if Smallville's anything like it, then uh, and you can tell me afterwards. <laughs> it's it's looking at it. It's similar, although you know, obviously, there's nothing like superpowers and mm-hmm. relationships are a big, big part of uh, mm-hmm. Smallville. I'm looking uh, at leverage because I basically want to see if I can reskin it for like uh, to play uh, by City or Saints Row. I'm oh. reskinning it to play Millennium's End, actually. <laughs> ah, there you go. This is where the whole Black Eagle thing comes from. Uh, ah. If you guys can actually agree on which characters you want, we don't need to dice off for it. Uh, but if anyone wants the same character, uh, then just a dice off. High roll will get their choice. Someone else wanted Ivan. I'm fine with that. I've, I've played more than my share of bruisers, so I'm not going to... Yeah, I was thinking about Ivan myself. Uh, what do we got here? We got... It's basically it's one of each... Uh, You've got a grifter, a hacker, a hitter, a mastermind, and a thief. Uh, I'll explain more what those are, but you basically have one of each archetype, and you will be able to uh, add in your secondary roles as you want. So these are just uh, very slightly fleshed out as they are, and feel free to change the names, too. I like the talent yeah, names here a lot, like Can You Hear Me Now and How You Doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think any of the top three look okay to me, I think. Well, once you guys have decided uh, which one you want, if you want to fill in the rest of them, uh, your top abilities, agility, alertness, intelligence, strength, vitality, and willpower, uh, you may assign the following dice, and you get to choose which set of dice. If you want a focused character, you get uh, 2d10s, 2d8s, and 2d6s to assign. Here, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll plop up yeah. a note here on the corkboard. Do that, please. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I try to quickly write that down. 
I just broke my pen, so Ooh. I'm trying to bring up a notepad really quick. Right, Which were you one, Josh? Hmm? Character? Uh, you know what? I like any of them except the mastermind I'm not a big fan on. Which one that not is? Mood for Anyone but Marcus I'm happy with. There you go. Focused and versatile. Okay. Yeah, I'll take uh, George the Thief then, I guess. All right. Okay, and then after that, uh, your kind of class abilities, uh, Drifter, Hacker, Hitter, Mastermind, Thief. Your main one is already assigned for all the classes, D10. Uh, Mr. Connolly, the Thief there, already has his second one chosen because it, it kind of plays into one of his talents. Uh, but otherwise, you get to assign a D8. I'll write this down. Assign a D8, D6, and two D4s. To the remaining rolls. Could need all my decks for this. And while you guys do that, I'm just going to scan the board real quick to see if we can get a four. Sure. And just each uh, each person let me know when you're done, and I'll continue on. Looks like it'll be just the three of us, and that's fine. Okay. You may actually get through it sooner, as uh, plotting seems to be the slowdown to this game. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me if I clear my throat a lot. I came down with a, I guess it's the flu on Thursday, and I'm just now getting mm. over it. Fun. Mm. No, no, it wasn't fun. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, D8, D6, 2D4s. GM claims red dice are the dice roller, the, ki- uh, the color of blood and peace <laughs> and anguish. <laughs> <laughs> That was an odd sound. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my little sippy cup. It's got this little oh. uh, burp valve that makes the water flow easier. <laughs> I'm like a mouse droid from the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> I use it for sound effects occasionally. <laughs> All right. Has anyone uh, used corkboard before? No. Not here. I've, like, played with it, but this is already the longest I've used it, so... (laughs) All right. Uh, One of the nifty features, if you move your mouse all the way to the left-hand side, you'll find a maximize, minimize uh, roller switch so that you can get more screen real estate if you need it. Hey. (laughs) Can we get rid of the other uh, characters not in use, or do you want to keep... Yeah, yeah, as soon as everyone's chosen, though. Which one did you take, Josh? I took Brian. Brian, okay. The uh, hacker. Uh, Dirk took George. Correct. And. Kier ended up with Ivan. Uh, Kiri? Is that how it. Kier. Kier, okay. Alright, well, we'll get rid of Marcus and Sherry then. So it looks like we're going with a group of a hacker, a thief, and a hitter. That's a, that's a pretty good collection there. Alright, uh, have any of you guys played a Fate game before that uses aspects? Yes. Yes. Familiar with it, yeah. Familiar, okay. A distinction is basically an aspect. Uh, you can come up with two of them. They can be simple things like drunkard or uh, <laughs> whatever you like, just uh, two adjectives or pithy statements that kind of uh, define who you are. And the way these come up in play um, is if you think your distinction uh, might come into play in a scene, either positively or negatively, you get to roll extra dice, Okay. That's even if it comes out negatively, and I'll explain that when I get to uh, how to use the dice. Has anyone played a Cortex game before? Uh, Joshua, I know you have, yes. I have not. Okay, so uh, yeah, so after you choose your distinctions there, I'll go into just explaining uh, a broad overview of how the system works. It's very simple. 
uh, but it has some nifty little <laughs> things involved. <clears throat> everyone sounds really, uh, is coming through very well, by the way. Uh, am, am I loud enough for everyone? Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. Goes well here. Uh, thank you, Kyra. Now I've got uh, Tom Petty in my head. <laughs> <coughs> thing I like Cortex, too, is that uh, the developers are really active on RPG.net and just really good about answering any questions you have. Yeah, I've noticed that. <clears throat> it's nice when I had an argument with one of my... Well, not really like an argument, but a rules discrepancy with one of my players, and I'm like, yeah, well, I asked Cam Banks, and he said it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Trump card played. <laughs> well played, Burnett. <clears throat> Looks like everyone's chosen too. Huh? Nope. Uh, Still trying to figure out a second one. Sorry. <laughs> you're welcome to come with the, up with it and play if you uh, can't decide on anything right away. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've chosen everyone's talents for you just because that seems to be one of the more time-consuming elements of uh, character creation. Um, and so here's the basic system. Uh, on any given action or roll, uh, in general, you're going to roll one of your attributes, which is agility, alertness, intelligence, strength, vitality, or willpower, along with the roll, that's R-O-L-E, uh, that you think is best involved. Grifter for things like uh, lying, charming, that sort of thing. Hacker for any kind of technology. Hitter for your, your, your beatdowns. Uh, mastermind, I uh, think like intelligence checks a lot of times. And thieves, uh, thief can be, you know, breaking and entering, being silent, that sort of thing. So you're going to roll a minimum of two dice, one from your attributes and one from your roll. <clears throat> and you're going to add together both of those scores. Now, the number you need to beat is going to be variable depending on the situation, which I roll. Um, in general, for, for things that aren't preset, something that I haven't already defined, I'm going to roll 2d6. And the com combination of that roll is going to give you basically your difficulty number that you have to get better than. Uh, now, the verbiage that they use is, is very much like a poker hand where you have to raise the stakes. Like, so if I roll a 15 you have to raise it to above a 15 with your roll to be able to succeed. Okay, very basic roll there. Everyone get that? Yep. <clears throat> okay, now, um, complications and opportunities. If you roll a 1 on either of your dice, okay, you still include that in your total, but it causes a problem to occur, either in this scene or a scene of my choosing later on. Oh, you, uh, you, do, you do count ones on this? Yes, you do count uh, ones, as, as far as I can tell. Them. Oh, that is different in Smallville? Then yeah, Smallville, yeah, once they're taken out. Uh, well, let's go with that then, since uh, you have been more active with looking at the forums. And the verbiage in, in the leverage book doesn't make it clear. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's clear it, in Smallville, sounds well, that, good. Well, it might, might, it might be different in leverage, because they change them heavily between the two systems. They, uh, I saw that uh, Smallville did that. The leverage one is not really... It's just the, the way they state it is not clear. Um, um, hmm. It actually makes more sense not to include it. So we'll go with that. Okay. Now, <clears throat> if I roll a one, uh, that gives you guys an opportunity, okay? In leverage, the only thing opportunities are good for that I can see is for powering one of your talents. And nobody has a talent chosen that an opportunity is good for, okay? So in this game, I'm going to award you plot points instead. If I roll a one against a person who's performing an action, I will give you a plot point. Um for we, plot we points. We don't get plot points for rolling ones ourselves? You do. You do as oh. well. Uh, but in this game, I don't know if Smallville's the same, 
Uh, but an opportunity really doesn't have a lot of use unless you've got a talent that requires an opportunity to be had. In Smallville, they don't have opportunities when you when the uh, GM rolls a uh, or Watchtower rolls mm-hmm. a uh, one, it's uh, taken out of the trouble pool. Ah, yeah, there's no trouble pool in this. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to award you a plot point. Uh, okay. Now a plot point. Three things you can do with a plot point. There are opportunities when you can roll more than two dice, but you only ever keep the highest of the two in your total. Well, by spending a plot point, you may include an additional die for each plot point that you spend. Uh, now, the limit is how many dice you actually roll. So if you roll three dice, you may only spend one plot point because there's only one other die you could include. Okay? You can spend a plot point to activate a talent. Some of your talents require a plot point to be spent. <clears throat> you can create an asset. Um, an asset could be a thing, a situation. Uh, it could be an atmospheric point. Anything that gives you a slight edge. For a single plot point, your asset lasts for essentially that scene. It's a D6, a single D6 that you roll, but do not keep. So if you're only keeping two dice and you're now rolling three because of an asset, you're still only keeping two of those dice. Right, so it does make your, your total perhaps a bit higher, but you don't get to keep the asset die unless you spend another power point. Okay, so you can spend two plot points and roll an extra die and then keep it? Yes, yes you could. Um, <clears throat> if you spend two plot points on an asset, that asset will last the entire job instead of just one scene. Nice. Uh, now this, this comes up a lot. If uh, you're the hitter, we'll say, for instance, and you're about to throw down on a group of thugs and you pick up a pipe and you start to wail on them, uh, I say the fiction that there's a pipe there, so <clears throat> you might say, well, wh- why can't I not use this as a weapon and get that additional D6 without spending the plot point? Okay, if you don't spend the plot point, it is assumed that as the big badass hitter, you are using everything in the room that you possibly can to, to take down the opposition. If you spend a plot point to pick up a, a, an iron pipe, it's like you turning to the camera and saying, I will beat you with this pipe. You are, you are making a statement uh, about what you intend to do about this pipe, and that it's, is why it gives you the extra die. It's narratively important now. Yes. It's just a prop. <laughs> exactly. I am picking up this coffee cup, and I will end you with it. <laughs> um, so, yes, you can use it as an item. You can use it as a situation. Uh, just something that gives you a slight edge. And those are the three ways that you can use a plot point. How many do you start with? One. Everyone starts with oh. one. Yes. But you gain them pretty quickly. A lot of these D4s, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, actions. Uh, most actions are resolved with a single roll. Uh, you either beat or you fail to beat uh, whatever the difficulty roll is. It's just done in a one-off roll. Like if you're trying to notice something, trying to find something, something where it is character versus environment. Um, if it is a versus role or a contested action, uh, this could be a fight scene. This could be uh, two hackers going at it, trying to control something. Um, <clears throat> a contested action is I roll a set difficulty and then you try to beat it. If you can't beat it, but you can think of something else you can bring into the role after you have failed, like you now choose to, say, spend a plot point to pick up that lead pipe. Uh, you have changed the circumstances slightly enough that you are able to re-roll with that pipe in your hand, and you have another chance to raise the stakes. If on your second roll, 
you do manage to raise and you're, you beat my difficulty, I now have the chance to do the same thing. If I can bring something new into the equation that allows me to re-roll. And this goes on until someone either is taken out because you can't bring anything else in, or you decide to give in. You may always give in before you roll the dice. Um, giving in is useful because it means you're t- you get to leave the scene somehow, jumping out a window, you know, uh, <laughs> running up a fire escape. And the only the only problem it causes you is you now have a D6 consequence, maybe something like uh, sprained arm or, you know, glass under your skin uh, that I can later use against you uh, for the remainder of that scene. But it gets you out of the scene. Okay. Now, if you're taken out in a scene, uh, leverage doesn't address death. So if you're taken out, uh, you're either bound hostage, knocked unconscious, uh, you're not able to act for the remainder of that scene. And there might be further complications, like you being taken prisoner. If you give in, do they get the stakes? <clears throat> uh, if you give in, uh, they do get the stakes for the scene, yes. Okay. Uh, if you're taken out, do they get the stakes? Yes, same way. Same same thing. They do get the stakes uh, either way. Although, if you choose to give in, uh, but your other compatriots are still there, you know, that, that can still continue. Just okay. your character is taken out of that scene. Okay. But uh, if you give in, you get to decide how you're taken out of the scene, and it costs you nothing other than to have a D6 complication tagged onto you. Okay, so you can go out on your own terms. If you give <clears throat> yes, in. you can, right. Okay. If you're taken out, you're taken out by their terms, you're, and you get nothing for it. And you're at their mercy, ostensibly. Yes. Yes. All right, gotcha. That's very fate-like. Mm-hmm. Yes, it yeah. is. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, so that's that's pretty much the basics. If anything comes up during play, I will uh, I will go into more detail in the scene so that you'll be able to decide uh, your best course before you know before it actually happens. Uh, so I won't say, oh, well, I didn't tell you about this rule, so you're just dead now. No, I won't do that. What's flashbacks? <laughs> flashbacks. Okay, flashbacks uh, are another way to essentially get a, an asset. If uh, say you go into this man's office and suddenly pulls a revolver on you and is about to shoot you. Someone can call for a flashback scene where earlier in the day, they broke into the man's office, found his gun, and removed the bullets. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Doing something like that, uh, in that particular situation, I might call for a roll to see if the guy, for instance, didn't notice that the bullets were out and, you know, subsequently put them back in. Uh, but if you succeed in the flashback scene, you may give a D6 asset to either yourself or a crew member to use. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. It, uh, yeah, it has some has some definite possibilities there. <clears throat> okay. Does everyone have a an idea about who their character is? I think so. I think so. so. All right. Well, we'll start with you, Josh. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, well, actually, I guess I should tell you a little bit about the world that you're in. Uh, <laughs> that might help. <laughs> uh, this is t- the 10 minutes into the future thing. You know, a year or two down the line, five years, things are essentially the same, although the technology level is a little bit higher. Uh, some minor things change, but take today's setting, okay? You're working for an agency called Black Eagle, Black Eagle. It's two brothers who started this firm. Uh, that publicly provides uh, larger small-scale protection uh, for either paramilitary or personal use, like bodyguards or even small military forces. Uh, but they've also gotten in, into the uh, uh, the racket of uh, 
of helping uh, to fix situations that have gone wrong. A lot of times these situations tend to be skirting legality, uh, but they've gotten a name for being able to help people. Okay, uh, this is their kind of sideline business. They don't advertise this, but uh, this is something that the two brothers did before they became wealthy enough to start the organization, and it's something that they continue to do. Your characters are operators within Black Eagle, Black Eagle, and you may have been recruited by any number of means. You might have been apprehended by a Black Eagle team who decided, hey, you've got skills with a Z, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we would like to give you this brochure. Um, or you may have simply applied being a former military yourself, or maybe you were even helped by a Black Eagle associate at one time. Now, they're very particular about uh, firearms. Uh, their employees that are engaged in this particular side of the business may not carry firearms because if you do get an illegal dispute, if you do break a law, their lawyers have a lot easier time getting you out of jail if a gun isn't involved. <laughs> 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 so that's one of their, uh, one of their mandates. If, uh, if any employee is, uh, has a firearm on them during the time that they're on a case, they will disavow you as an employee and they'll do nothing to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, their legal services are quite good. <laughs> so uh, that is the company that you're working for. So, Josh, uh, tell us a little bit about, do you want to keep the name Brian Carter? We'll keep it. All right. Tell us a little bit about Brian. Uh, Brian was like an MIT wonder kid, uh, computer prodigy, engineering prodigy, developed uh, the most advanced uh computer operating system in the world was going to revolutionize the electronics industry. And then the random evil, uh, you know, uh, computer company stole his designs and his ideas. And not only that, they like totally publicly ruined him, you know, accused him of hacking and cheating and everything. It just basically kind of ruined his life. So he's was pretty much went from, you know, you know, valedictorian, next Steve Jobs to being uh, basically just down on the skids. Uh, so he, you know, turned to hacking, uh, trying to break back, get his information on, you know, trying to get proof so he could, you know, get back his inventions and clear his name. Wound up, for one reason or the other, hacking into Black Eagle and Black Eagle. Found out their little side business on, you know, helping the little guy, which uh, really uh, struck a chord with him, and he basically... Uh, demanded that they hire him. <laughs> uh, nice. Showed up and said, hey, I'd like to join this division that I'm supposed to know nothing about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God wears, like, the uh, Occupy Cyberspace t-shirt. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dirk, are you going to go with George Conley? Sure. All right. Tell us a little bit about George. Uh, let's see. He was... Worked his way uh, up as a professional thief to uh, bigger jobs, <clears throat> usually uh, on his, uh, or tried to work his own jobs, but uh, one time he uh, worked for, got uh, hired by a company that uh, to break into another company and steal some some secrets and uh, then they 
burned him, and he got caught. And then the the Black Eagle, Black Eagle, wanted uh, was going to do a job against the company that burned him. And so they thought, well, he'd be a good guy to bring in to do that. That's how he got involved with them. All right, very nice. And uh, Kyrie? Kier. Kier. Uh, Kier, are you going to keep uh, Ivan Petrov? Uh, Petrova is a name? Hi, I am Ivan Petrova. All right. I used to be with the FSB in Russia. I had been working with them for some time, but some complications made it necessary for me to change my line of work. I am now over here, and this seems to work well for my unique skills as well. That works. Black Eagle is always willing to take on uh, <clears throat> ex-military um, for whatever nation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, from some of your backgrounds, this uh, your your client is <laughs> is going to sound eerily similar to your own backgrounds. Um, all right. <clears throat> The Black Eagle building that you're in is located in Miami, uh, in the Johnson Tower. Johnson Tower is a 38-story glass and steel high-rise. It's seven blocks from the heart of downtown. It's a fairly prestigious location. Your agency takes up the entirety of the 12th floor and has pretty tight security. Uh, there are also three law firms and a uh, virtual reality laboratory and a, the International <laughs> Merchant Bank of Antigua that also inhabits this uh, <clears throat> this building. Your receptionist, Dorothy Nelson, uh, has informed you through your uh, cellular phones that you have a client that your cell has been assigned to. And if you would please uh, come on down to the Johnson Tower uh, by noon today and uh, see if this is a client you're willing to accept. Everyone has cell phones as well as uh, earbud communication devices that look a lot like uh, Bluetooth phones, so it's not uh, all that obvious that you're <laughs> you're a military unit of sorts. Uh, these days, everyone has Bluetooth-connected phones. Hardly anyone is going around without some kind of earbud on. <laughs> okay. I will make take my bike on down. <laughs> Bicycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, sake of convenience, everybody will arrive around the same time to the 12th floor. Uh, you all have your Black Eagle badges that have a uh, chip that lets the security system know that you are employees. Uh, otherwise, the armed defense systems will have something to say. <clears throat> so you're entering in on the employee elevator. Dorothy Nelson greets you at the elevators and says, uh, your client's in room three, guys. Uh, this one's earmarked as a special case uh, by your cell leader, uh, who is Raleigh Tykes, and uh, he would like you to, uh, to to listen as well as you can to this client, and would like uh, like him to give, if you have no other caseload at the time, give him a little bit of preferential treatment. Uh, Raleigh knows the uh, the kid's parents, and uh, would like to see this resolved for their sake. <laughs> Interesting. Raleigh's a, he's a pretty good leader. He's hes a very hands-off sort of guy. He shows up on time for your uh, review meetings. You get regular raises. And other than that, you don't see him too often. The kind of boss that everyone likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Thanks. You ready? <clears throat> uh, the interview rooms do have the uh, the one way glass uh, through your side of the office as you're coming down, so you you get a chance to look at your client or potential client uh, before you are you know actually greet him. You're able to see him. Uh, the chamber that he's in is uh, is pretty well appointed. He's sipping on a cup of coffee, having a, a few uh, biscuits on a tray there. There's a television on in the room that he seems to be not really engaged in. He looks very nervous. He's uh, probably in his mid-twenties or so, very reed-thin, scraggly, blondish hair. Uh, looks like he's had a bad dye job in the not-too-distant past. Uh, some large spectacle glasses that just keep sliding down his nose, uh, probably due to the great amount of perspiration <laughs> he seems to have. He wipes off his brow every once in a while. Like my type. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, did, I'm sorry, did we get his name? Uh, yeah, you were given a folder. Sorry. Uh, the folder says that his name is, let me get to my notes here. Uh, Moses Beal, software designer, recently unemployed. Oh, that sucks. Hmm. Moses Beal. Uh, is this like a dossier on him? Yeah, there's a small dossier on there. He was working for a small firm called Conceptual Designs. Very small. There were only four employees. Uh, Recently got bought out by Howard Grossman, and uh, that's where your files on it end. Um, since you are a hacker extraordinaire there, um, give me a, let's see here, <clears throat> give me a hacker and uh, intelligence, those two dice, and let's see if you actually know the know the man from uh, your particular... That's 20s, not 10. What am I doing? There you go. Thirteen. Thirteen, yes, that uh, beats the eight uh, difficulty. Uh, yeah, you're moderately aware of him. He's not, uh, he doesn't operate in the hacker sphere so much, but he's done some very interesting algorithms on, uh, well, basi basically they're on actuary tables. Are you familiar with, uh, this is what insurance companies use to determine how much they should charge insurance by your you know, your age, your weight, your economic uh, situations, where do you live, that sort of thing. It's like a, he's like a risk assessor or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's come up with some very interesting algorithms. Um, and the last thing you remember is that he was on a breakthrough uh, with a new algorithm that was going to change the way that insurance companies will look at potential clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's mm -hmm. the last you heard. That was, a, that was maybe a month ago. And he's kind of dropped off the net since then. Um, what do I know about Howard Grossman? Howard Grossman. Um, I will actually, look him up. On the, I'll look up stuff on the smartphone if I need to. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, we'll just go with the same uh, same roll there. Um, I actually, re-roll my die. He's actually got a little bit of a background here. So seven. Wow. Well, rolled a one there. So take a take a point. Take a plot point. <clears throat> He is an entrepreneur. He has uh, been the head of several small firms that have later on gone to making quite a bit of profit. They've been in different industries, chemical, technological. Um, he's even had a meat packing industry that he, uh, small mom and pop farm that he brought up into a fairly uh, large uh, grocery sort of chain that spell uh, that uh, that works specifically with beef and lamb. Uh, interesting to thing to note, though, is that within a year, all of these companies went from being 
very profitable to closing. Hmm. But uh, not really able to dig up anything more than that. So he's, uh, he's fairly wealthy. He has a lot of different uh, investments going on and seems to have anything that looks like it'll make a profit. Doesn't seem to have a particular type of thing he's interested in. I'll share this information with my, my crew. Okay, so, and the, he just bought conceptual design, but he hasn't, it hasn't closed yet? No, he's, uh, he has bought it, but, uh, your dossier is there. There's not been any other movement on, uh, well, at least no one else has gathered more information since then. Um, it hasn't just, closed yet. No, no, it yeah. has closed. Uh, conceptual designs has been bought out. Oh, it hasn't? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Howard Grossman is now the, uh, the CEO of the company, um, uh, as well as, but, oh, the company hasn't shut down, though, yet. No, no, it has not shut down. No, it just changed hands. Okay. Hmm. You ready to talk to him? I think so. I think so. Okay. You guys head in, and uh, he starts a little as you come in. His coffee sloshes a little bit on the table. He looks down and starts scrubbing it up with his, uh, his uh, shirt sleeve. He's still wearing a... Uh, a, a nice shirt and a tie, and it looks like he's probably slept in it a few days, as it's not uh, in the best of repair. But uh, he stands up and uh, nods to you all and says, uh, uh, "Hello, I'm I'm, I'm Moses Beal. Uh, are, are you the agents that are that are looking into my case?" He's we are wiping wiping the sweat off his brow. I gosh, oh, I appreciate it. I, I I don't I don't know where else I could turn. I, they, they they ruined me. Bastards. Who in particular? Uh, this this Howard Grossman guy. He sits down and he starts nursing his coffee again. About a month ago, we we had this we had this great piece of software. It was hot, man. I'm telling you, the firms would have grabbed it up. We would have made a mitt, but we we just needed a little more capital. We had to put in a new server farm. You know, we had a bit of more code that had to be done, and I couldn't do it all myself. We had to hire a new programmer, and we just didn't have the funding for it. My friend Jeff, he said he knew this guy, right? This guy, Howard, that, you know, he, this guy works magic. He, he takes these small firms and he boosts them up and he, they make a ton of profit. And, you know, I knew it was a bad thing. I, I wanted to just stay small, but we needed the money. You know, we, we had to have it. Server farms aren't, you know, I can't buy it on my kind of salary. So so this guy, Howard, you know, he seemed like a nice guy, pretty down to earth for, for a businessman. You know, he's he wasn't all... He wasn't all corporate. He came in dressed, you know, dressed down. He seemed like a pretty down to earth guy. I figured we could do business with him, you know. And, and for the, about that first month, everything was fine. He, he, we got some money in. We got the server farm we needed. Software was coming along, and then out of nowhere, Jeff's fired. I mean, no reason. Just I came in one day and he wasn't there. I started asking around. People told me that he cleaned out his desk the night before. And when I went in to ask Howard what was going on, he fired me. You know, I, I didn't think he could do it. I, I didn't think that we, you know, how did this guy get control of our company? But when I went to look at it and tried to hire a lawyer, they, they tried to arrest me. What? What? They said that, that, that I, that I had an outstanding warrant for, for, for petty theft and all these things were showing up on my record. You know, our firm had to get had to get government clearance for the software. They, they they burned my my clearance. I mean, I've got a record now. Hmm. 
can't get a job because of this? And, you know, Jeff, I don't know where he went, man. I mean, I went by his place, and there was no answer. He's not answering his cell phone. It's been a couple of weeks now. I mean, I don't even want, I don't know where my buddy went. <laughs> What's Jeff's name again? Jeff what? Bezos. You're going to have to spell <laughs> that, sir. Uh, B-E-S-O-Z. <laughs> you know. He's missing. He cleared out his desk, and no one's heard from him since. And he's, So uh, you're, on, you're on the run from the cops currently? Well, uh, it's, apparently they were just petty charges. I mean, I'm supposed to go in for a court hearing. Some He uh, pulls out. Yeah, he uh, he pulls out some paperwork from his shirt and hands it over, and they're basically, uh, you know, he's got to show up for court in uh, you know a couple of months to answer for certain charges. And he, he, I don't know where these came from. I never got these papers originally. I had to go down to the clerk's office to get these copies. Aren't they supposed to have to hand deliver these to you or something? One would suppose. <laughs> so, what do you want us to do exactly? Yeah, I don't know. I I just want to get my life back together. I, I, I'm willing to, you know, just... <laughs> that was like three years of my life working on those algorithms, but, you know, I, I, I'm i willing to call it gone, man. I just want my record cleared so I can get a job. Tell me about these algorithms. <clears throat> well, I mean, he goes into, uh, you know, a fairly extensive mathematical review. You're probably... Anyone else have a D8 in Hacker? No. Oh, yeah. You're you're probably the only one that really understands oh, what he's talking uh-huh. about. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about carrying the decimal that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Math oh, Ken- with an I end. turned over to George. Do you understand uh, a word? Oh, McKendrick. <laughs> McKendrick loop. Just okay, one. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Uh, essentially, he's found out a, a new way of uh, averaging the algorithms to show that uh, the current tables that they're using are, uh, they're just not swayed in the right direction. They're actually losing a lot of money by weighing certain things higher than they should be. And his algorithms kind of prove that, oh, well, you know, if these certain statistics are weighted this way, then you want to charge these people more and these people less. Anyway, it's, uh, it would make the firm quite a bit of money for whoever used his software package. Right. Just in the net savings they would have for not having to pay out quite as much. Um, in insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Who brokered the deal between you and uh, Howard? Well, Jeff knew him. Uh, he said he knew this this guy, this this guy with deep pockets, or at least he was connected to people with deep pockets, and he was just interested in anything that looked like it could turn a profit. And he said that Jeff said he sat down to have coffee with the guy, gave him his spiel, and Howard was all over it. He was ready to fund us. Any lawyers or accountants dropped the paperwork, or...? Well, um, uh, Jeff said he got some lawyer to, to, you know, get the agreement together to make Howard our CEO, but he didn't say anything about giving away the company. Yeah. You got the name of the lawyer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Addison, uh, Addison and Marks, they're up on third. How long do you, uh, do you guys think this will take? You know, I've been, uh, been kind of living out of my car. It's, uh, it's not, you know, I don't feel right about going back to my pad. It's, uh, these guys been hanging around and. Just they give me the creeps, and they seem to be what following kind me. Of guys, I, I don't know, man. They're they're big, scary dudes. They seem to be, you know, every any time I I look around, they seem to be, you know, in the coffee shop. They're standing at the stoop of my my apartment. You know, I went to the library the other day to check out books, and by the way, yeah, my library card doesn't work either now. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
just these big guys, you know, this, they just seem to be lurking around all over the place. And, you know, I, this is, this is Florida, but, or, or Miami, but, you know, buff guys like that. In Florida. <laughs> yeah. Buff guys like that, I, I just don't see on every street corner, but lately, it's like, damn, it's like health in a can or something. I don't know, but <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Who else works? Uh, I, I know that Conceptual Designs is a small company. Who else do you work with? Well, Martha, she was kind of our, uh, <clears throat> our bookkeeper and uh, receptionist. Um, well, when I left, she was still there. <clears throat> but really, it's just been the three of us. Well, until Howard came along. So you, Martha, and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, we were just getting ready to hire some new guys on. There's this, oh man, there's this one guy that was just a whiz with computers. Had this thick accent I couldn't place, but man... He, this guy knew his stuff. You know, the day before actually, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, you know, was fired, was let go. This guy came in. It's got this unpronounceable name. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't Try. get these foreign names, <laughs> but, uh, he was amazing. I mean, it's like he knew our system inside and out. He was right on the program. You know, we <laughs> couldn't understand him through his accent too well, but, you know, he knew his math and we could talk that way. Do, do you have his name at all? Like, I'm not. Uh, like An- Anton Anthony LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I don't know. You have a resume or anything from him? Well, I'm, I'm sure Martha's probably got it, but you know that's going to be at the that's going to be at the old shop, right? You know, I read the you know I read the newspaper day that they, they this this jerk's going to take our company uh, public. He, he's thinking about doing a an IPO. I mean, this guy's going to make a mint off of my idea. And if it follows a standard procedure, it's gonna the company's going to crash and burn shortly thereafter. Yeah, he looks kind of uh, what? <laughs> no, no. Jeff said that all those companies were doing really well. What, well, what do you mean? He's wrong. <laughs> This Howard Grossman's left a trail of misery and corporate woe behind him. He, he gets this, this just staring expression on his face. His eyes start to well up a little bit. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You guys got to help me out here. I don't want to work in Starbucks. Please don't make me work in Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, gang? I don't think you could work at Starbucks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know the computer stuff better than I do. Oh. You think... I think you know computer stuff better than most people. <clears throat> <laughs> well, we can... Uh, got several leads here we can go. First thing I'm going to do, get rid of this poor guy's criminal record. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and give him his library card back. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be reinstated once he's not once he's no longer a felon or slight misdemeanor. Come on, guys! I, I don't have anyone else to turn to. I, you know your your couches in here are awfully awfully soft. Do you mind if I just kind of pokes at it a little bit? <laughs> I, I can just wait here until until you guys know anything, if, if that's all right. 
one of us can sweet talk Martha into getting uh, Anton blah 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 blah's resume or any kind of information. That's a lead too. Yeah. Wait, I'm and there's some big uh, scary guys that need to be beaten up. Apparently. <laughs> I'll ask uh, Moses here. So, what kind of security system did your did your uh, company have? Well, at the time, we just uh, we rented a, a small office space uh, in downtown. You know, not a great neighborhood. Uh, I, I think the building had some kind of security, but we really didn't. But uh, after Howard took over, he uh, he moved everybody out. The whole company, you know, it. Uh, and I I don't know too much about it. I mean, I got the address here. They gave us some business cards. Yeah, fishes out some business cards. Still <laughs> have. So it's no longer the company is no longer at the place where it was before. No, it's one of the first things that Howard did, and that's why we thought he was such a cool guy. He got us this big place. It's uh, the tenth floor of the Topaz Building downtown. I mean, we got the whole floor. Uh, he for, said we needed for, for it because of all the servers. Well, it's you know the servers, man. They took up a oh, lot yeah. of room, and we had to have the snack lounge and the game room, and you know, dude, he got us a foosball table. Ah. Uh. Dot com bust coming back to memory. <laughs> uh, you saw Jeff after this. Jeff has been. Yeah, yeah. Jeff had. Uh, we, we'd all moved everything over, and it wasn't how, long how after long, that. How long has Jeff been missing? Uh, about a week now. File any missing peoples with the police? You know, I tried to, but. You know, Again, I, I don't yeah. know what happened to it. <laughs> you have any family? Jeff, nah, nah. Jeff is, uh, you know, he he lived in several foster homes growing up. I mean, I met him in college, but no real parents. You know, the last uh, the last rental parents that you know <laughs> helped him out. He didn't really keep in contact with. He got out of there as soon as he got eighteen. Where's the last time? When's the last time you saw Jeff? Uh, well, the I left that afternoon, and the next morning they told me Jeff had stayed late to work on some projects, and they told me that. He cleared his desk out that night. So last time he saw him was at the Topaz building. Yeah, yeah. I bet I can hack into Jeff's system. So there is some security system for the Topaz building? Oh, man, that building. Let me tell you, it's sweet. I mean, it's got... (laughs) It's got guards. I mean, like real guards, man. Not like these fat Rinnicops. I mean, these guys were armed. Uh, there's. A, I don't. There's... I don't think you've met George <laughs> Connolly here. Master <laughs> thief. <laughs> I mean, infiltration expert. It, it's got a. It's got a helicopter deck on the top floor. I mean, this place is sweet. Um, you know, we had to have pass cards to get into the office. I know that. Uh, I saw video cameras around. Uh, they weren't in our offices, but they were in, like, the lounges and the entryways. Do you have your pass cards, uh, though? Yes. Let's go ask. Yeah, I took it out of spite. <laughs> he fishes out his uh, his pass, and it says, you know, conceptual designs, and it's got his, his gritting face on the front. So can we figure anything out about you know, what type of security system would use that type of uh, card? Oh, well, Mr. Mr. Carter there knows that uh, there's an embedded chip in it, and it's it's probably got some kind of uh, <clears throat> what are those things called? Uh, uh, oh shoot, uh, I had the name tip of my tongue. We got them now. The uh, 
cannot remember them. They're little embedded chips that give out a radio signal. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the micro... Arfids. 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 Thank yeah. you. I can't remember what it was called. <clears throat> radio frequency identification. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, it's probably too much to hope that they haven't taken about the system yet. But <laughs> it's a tool to help hack. Yeah. You can always put them back in the system. That's right. My God, you are the mastermind. <laughs> hey, it will at least tell you how secure the system was at the time that he quit. But, yeah, it's, it's a tool know. to help me backwards. Uh, <clears throat> yes. The, the reverse engineer. Some might say an asset. <laughs> All right. Think we got enough to start with, gang? Yeah, I think so. I smell a mystery gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are there any more of these uh, little cookies and cakes out there? I, yeah, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Not our decisions to make. That's Mr. Black Eagle. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I really don't want to go home. Um, you know, they... They killed my credit cards. I couldn't keep my cell phone either, so... God, they killed everything. They killed everything. Oh, my God. They wiped you out. Getting flashbacks. I, mean, I can go stay at the Y, I suppose, but, I mean, how, how will you guys contact me? Well, don't you have some family? Well, you know, my dad, you know, I you know, I didn't really tell him about what's going on. He's kind of a... Kind of a jerk, really. You know, he wanted me to be a lawyer, or a doctor, or something like that, and didn't really respect what I was doing. I told him the basics. You know, I told him I was fired and that I'd be all right. And well, I suppose if I have to, I could go and hit them up for a week or two. And uh, let's drag your parents into this. Next thing you know, they'll be erased. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He looks truly frightened now. <laughs> well, there's no room in my apartment. <laughs> no, that's okay, guys. I can, uh, I, I can stay at the Y, or you know, I, I got a little bit of money left. I can hit up a Super Eight or something, I suppose. Big scary guys falling around. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to volunteer to take the poor schmuck in? <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, fine. He can crash at my place. That's my stuff. All right. It's like, really? You yeah. Got you got cable? Satellite? Of course I got cable and satellite. What am I, farmer? Oh, man, that would be awesome. Uh, uh, got anything in your fridge? Surprisingly little, actually. <laughs> he opens his fridge. He's got like a bottle of condiments in there, and that's about it. Ketchup, mustard. <laughs> Like six cases of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like that. I mean, you know, once everything's cleared up, you know, I, you know, I, I can get my, I can get a job back, and hopefully my, uh, my credit cards will come back. And you know, they even froze my assets, so you know, the cash I had on me, he rolls out. You know, he's got a little bit of cash. He may have a hundred dollars there in mixed bills. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> I was really surprised they'd even, you know, let me in to see you guys. It's what we do. Great. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to get catch a nap. You know, I haven't really slept oh, much since. Um, 
keep having these <laughs> dreams about big scary guys beating the crap out of me head. <laughs> so did you see these big scary guys following you when you came here? You know, I, I don't really see them following me so much as they just seem to be around, you know, wherever I am. Are they the same big scary guys or? They all look kind of the same, you know, I don't think they're all like clones or anything. It's just, you know, they all have the, <clears throat> they're all kind of large and all have these, you know, really skin tight haircuts and wear dark glasses. They got the same look, you know, it's not the same guy. I hope it's not the same guy. Um, <laughs> Could be in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Setting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our gear, like anything like crime labs or hacking rigs and all that, would that be like in the <coughs> uh, the Black yeah. Eagle? Yeah, I assume they've got uh, access to uh, what a police force would have basic okay, access so I, to. I don't have yeah. to like go back to my apartment and use that stuff. So no, no. I, I got workspace here. Okay, that's you good. got workspace here. <clears throat> All right, well, if you guys want to start doing some legwork or something, I'll take Mr. Beal back to my apartment, get him settled in, and then we can make the magic happen. All right. Where do we want to go take a look at uh, this new company, their new location? Case it. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea for me to tag along just to see if there's any trouble. Yeah. Although. Yeah, well, we first we guys, first thing we can do is see if we can spot any of these guys who have been. Yeah. Following him. They're you know, out front of the building right now. <coughs> Sounds good. So <clears throat> you're going to break up the party, and Brian's going to take uh, the kid back to his place and. The two of you want to go and uh, uh, check out the new building? For I'm getting a little designs. Cylon on getting this a little end. static, get a little ah, static yeah. there. Give me a second, let me pause. So Dan, just thing with my Skype, it seems like to be every hour I go robotic. <laughs> you have a Plantronics headset, don't you? No, no, actually, I've oh. got a pretty sweet setup with an overhead microphone. And <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. I know do a lot of audio recordings. ones do that problem all the time, so... So we uh, we split up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll take up with Ivan and George first here. As uh, you exit the Black Eagle Black Eagle building, and you want to take a look around to kind of scan the streets to see if you see anyone. Yeah, well, I, think, uh, I think actually we we let uh, Brian and Moses go ah. first, then we go next to see if anybody jumped on their tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You want to check to see if they have a tail. All right. Yeah. I'm uh, going to, since I ride, since my bicycle doesn't fit, too, I'm going to, I guess, uh, hail a cab. Put them on the handlebars. You can take, uh, a, you can no, take no. a company car. They've, they've got a Oh, yeah, coming. Oh, wow, class. All right, I'll take the company car. <laughs> it's like a Humvee. Oh, wow. <laughs> Humvee is bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. The only problem with taking cars out of the motor pool is you've got to put the gas back in it. And it yeah. is a Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 15 minutes in the future, so it's like 10 bucks a gallon. Yeah, pretty much. Topical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly why people don't take them out of the motor pool. Maybe I often. will take them. Maybe I will take the taxi instead. <laughs> All right, either is fine. Did you uh, uh hail a cab? You know, I'm trying to maintain a low profile, so let's go with the cab as opposed to the black Humvee. <clears throat> Sounds good. Yeah, you... 
easily hail a cab. Uh, the rest of you kind of watch out to see what happens afterwards. Uh, both of you give me, uh, alertness rolls. Um, and let's see, you can both use your main role. Alertness and hitter and alertness, uh, thief will both work. They will just tell you different things. Okay. And is this a notice action? This is a notice action, yes. Okay, I'm getting an extra D8, because I'm Hawkeye. So you get to roll three dice, but remember, you only keep the highest of the two. Okay. This is alertness, plus hitter, plus the D8 extra. And, well, either way, the D8s are only twos, so my total is only an eight. Okay. And, uh, I'm sorry, that was the Ivan? Was that Ivan? Yes. Okay. And how did George do? Uh, what, a 10? Ah, George got a 10. Interesting. We got, we got 10 total. Six <clears throat> no more. Okay. Um, yeah, neither, neither of you guys, uh, notice anything, uh, out of the ordinary then. Uh, my two red dice, they are total a 10. Uh, and whenever it is, uh, PC versus environment, uh, <clears throat> it's the person who, the, the acting role is the, it, it's who ties go to. So the environment in this case, the, it goes to me. So we tied off on tens there. So nothing's noticed. Uh, okay. they get into the cab. There are a few other cabs going by around the same time, but you guys don't really catch on to anything. They're perfectly safe. <laughs> yes. Nothing wrong here at all. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> you guys hop into the cab. Meter goes on. All right, Ivan and George, so you're at the street corner out in front of Black Eagle. Topaz Building is a few blocks down. You could catch a cab, but uh, it's not that bad of a walk either. <clears throat> of course, this is uh, downtown Miami in the near future, so uh, pedestrian laws are, uh, you might get ran over. <laughs> <laughs> we can explain that, right? So we'll take the cab. Fair enough. All right. So you head over to the Topaz building in a taxi cab. Uh, it is a fairly nice uh, complex. Uh, it is quite like yours, where there are several businesses uh, that are that inhabit it as well. There's also some private suites. It's easy enough to get inside. Uh, it's got a common lobby. There are different banks of elevators. Uh, receptionist behind uh, a very Art Nouveau-ish steel and glass counter, uh, giving out instructions to some people coming in. Uh, there seems to be some kind of, uh, maybe a convention of some sort going on. There's an awful lot of people here, uh, a lot of foreigners. Uh, you see, you know, Japanese, some Chinese, some Korean, uh, fair amount of, uh, you know, your general mix of, uh, Americana as well. But there seems to be quite a few of them in, uh, and you see one of these, uh, aisle, uh, what do they call the little podiums with they put the dry erase board on, you know, welcoming such and such. <laughs> right. And, uh, and you make your way through the crowd and you see the conceptual designs, uh, IPO seminar is being oh. adver- advertised. Oh, I think we should go to that. Definitely. Wouldn't miss it. <laughs> So what do you guys want to do? Uh, the lobby is pretty bustling with people, all of them, you know, dressed in their three-piece business suits. You guys probably look, uh, fairly distinctly out of, <laughs> out of place, uh, unless you normally show up to work in three-piece business suits. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> well, maybe not three-piece. <clears throat> uh, 
Actually, seems to be a line of people forming at the uh, at the information desk, and uh, they're maybe they're being checked in. They're being issued out uh, badges, though. Yeah, let's try to let's. You want to see if we can bluff our way in? That might be a good idea. So you guys join the line. Sure. Well, you eventually make it up to the front desk, and there's a, a very overworked, uh, attractive woman in her early 20s. Uh, she's kind of short. She's about 5'2", five 5'3". Five so <laughs> she's actually sitting on a stool to make herself more present above the counter. Uh, looks like she's had a fairly stressful day uh, by the time you two get up. And uh, and she just very kind of curtly says, uh, name, and who are you with? Doesn't really Why? look up from the paperwork at either one of you when you <laughs> step up. Yeah, that was the the plan was you know, as we got closer to to get an idea of what the procedure was and if it looked likely we were getting, I could you know peek at the paper and you know pick Sounds a name, good. couple names that haven't been crossed off or something. Oh yeah, sure. You want to try and get a glance at the the board as she's uh, going through it. Yeah, uh, you guys both easily hear what's going on. The person gives her name. Uh, it's cross referenced on a board that she's carrying. She types some numbers into a computer, badges spit out on the other end, and she hands it over to the person. Um, who wanted to take a peek at the board? I'm sorry, I don't know your voices yet. I'd be George. George. Okay, George. Well, that seems to me like uh, that'd be a great thing that a thief would do, being able to uh, read a board while someone is distracted. So why not a, an alertness and thief role there for me? All right. <clears throat> sure. Um you, you're able to scan three or four different names uh, before you guys get up to the counter. All right, then I see which seemed the most, uh, if any of them seemed uh, better than any other, and, you know, give her, give her a couple of them. <laughs> sure. Uh, you think that uh, you and your companion probably fit the uh, John Stafford and Maximilian Steele <laughs> uh, better than Shirley MacLaine and uh, <laughs> huh? I am Shirley, Shirley. MacLaine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you give her those two names? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she seems to be uh, so swamped with people that uh, she barely gives it any notice. She types in a couple of numbers associated with the names, uh, spits out two IDs, crosses the names out, uh, tosses you the IDs, and uh, without Thank so you. much blinking your way, just says next. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cop. We screw you away. <laughs> now let's hurry before those people. Yeah. <laughs> Your IDs uh, look nothing like you, by the way, unless one of you happens to be a five foot two Japanese man, uh, and the other one a uh, rather burly three hundred pound uh, bald man. <laughs> I think George is probably short, but he's not Japanese. <laughs> and I don't see Ivan being that. <laughs> or at least not bald. <laughs> and. Uh, as you're stepping away, you notice uh, that the people in line ahead of you were taking uh, bags out of uh, like uh, some milk crates that were set up. Um, oh, goodie bags! Yeah, we'll we'll follow that and see what see what's in the bag. Sure. Uh, one's an uh, an itinerary of events. Uh, one of them is a uh, corporate conspecus. Uh, conspec. What is it called? Cons- 
prospectus. 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 That's it. Prospectus of the uh, of the company, um, as well as uh, a few like there's a couple of tickets to the bar um, <laughs> for for free drinks. A couple of tickets for uh, the on premises uh, dining for a few meals. Certainly pocket those. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of passes for a place called Girls, Girls, Girls that apparently is a block down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's it worth match. it. <laughs> Good day at work. <laughs> Fringe benefits <clears throat> of the job, right? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So let's do a quick, the quick scan of the, uh, the material here. Sure. It looks today is uh, just check-in day. Um, tonight at eight o'clock, uh, they're ho- they're holding basically the opening uh, opening ceremonies where um, there's going to be a guest speaker. Uh, Howard Grossman is going to be speaking, um, and <clears throat> there's going to be festivities tonight. They've opened up a small uh, <clears throat> excuse me gambling establishment. Uh, and each uh, each pass, each card uh, that you've been given is credited with uh, five thousand dollars worth of uh, you know uh, of chips to play in their gambling establishment. <laughs> um, but tonight is it seems to be informal. Just a uh, this is the the gathering and get together and allowing uh, people that are potentially interested in buying stock just to hobnob and talk with one another. Uh, most of it gets uh, underway tomorrow at uh, noon, uh, which they will be serving a catered lunch, and they'll go into showing off uh, the company. <clears throat> and apparently there are some song and dance numbers in there. There's They've got a, a minor celebrity uh, <laughs> guest speaker. <laughs> The third runner-up in uh, America's <laughs> Funniest uh, Comedian or something. <laughs> the winner of America's Got Talent two years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey there, conceptual design IPO people. Are you ready to laugh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's singer from the uh, United Broke My Guitar uh, song that's going on YouTube. <laughs> All right, so what do they got going on right now? Right now, uh, nothing until 8, which is just basically a very short uh, keynote from Howard Grossman, who is the CEO of Conceptual Designs, just welcoming everybody. And then uh, tonight, uh, after uh, 10 o'clock, they will be opening up the uh, gambling uh, that they've set up. <clears throat> How much It's all going to be on the 10th floor. Is gambling legal in... Uh... Is now. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's, that was my question. If it's legal in the future, Florida, or okay. it's a Seminole the building owned by Seminoles or something. <laughs> they took Florida back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to it. So, how much okay, of the building so... is open and right now to the public? Uh. Well, uh, I mean, you really don't know until you start walking into places. You do see security guards here and there. Um, it seems to be a mix between the rent-a-cop variety and some that look like they're probably ex-military. Um, they definitely have better uh, equipment <laughs> than the rent-a-cops do. A lot of these guys uh, apparently have rooms here. Some don't, and they're just checking in to, to get their badges or going to other hotels. <clears throat> 
So Dirk, you want to, oh. or George rather, you want to look around a little bit more, or what's your thoughts? Well, there a few things that I want to do is, yeah, uh, find out, like, is the 10th the top floor, or? 10th is not the top floor. There is one more floor above that. Uh, conceptual Designs takes up the 10th floor. The 11th floor has no business associated with it. Uh, but you can, you know, you can tell that they do have 11 floors. Elevators do go up 11 floors. <clears throat> or at least there's a, there is an 11th floor button on it. And I guess I'll also check ninth floor. It's there. Hmm. Ninth floor is uh, two law firms <clears throat> and uh, some uh, some kind of ad company. Okay. I say we uh, maybe go up to... Well, first, we'll, if we go into the elevator, we'll go to the 11th floor and see if we can go there. You push the button for the 11th floor and you hear a <clears throat> a digital yet seductive voice at the same time saying, I'm sorry, please insert passkey before pushing the 11th floor. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Interesting. All right, then we'll... Uh... Push the ninth floor. It uh, trundles up the ninth floor. It stops a few times as uh, people get uh, get in and out. It seems like some of the businessmen have already started hitting the bars for their free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> there is somebody trying to trying his best to, to speak in English, pointing at his coupon of girls, 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 and asking you, "They have blondes." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'll have blonde. <laughs> oh, hey, number one! <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think with these people around, sometime before we before we leave, I want to get at least another couple badges, just in case. <clears throat> Off these people, especially the drunk people. <laughs> oh, you want to try and, sl- and slice the badges? Okay. Yeah. Um, sure, that would be probably a thief roll and uh, an agility roll. I'll let you, uh, and this is, uh, something I didn't explain too much, but if it seems likely that, uh, someone you're trying to act against has uh, a negative trait, in this case, like slightly drunk, <laughs> you can state you're taking advantage of that. Um, and if that person does in fact have that trait, you can roll an extra D6, which in this case, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, yes, he has drunk D6. <laughs> so you can roll another D6 there, but you still only keep two of what you roll. Okay. Well. I can't beat the two that I yes. rolled with a D6 anyway. Ah, take a plot point. As uh, the drunk Asian man doesn't notice you swiping his uh, ID, and let's see, uh, you got it by more than five. How many IDs were you trying to swipe? Uh, probably three. Sure, sure. <clears throat> you take your time going up and down the ele- elevators a bit then. But yes, you're able to get three IDs. Excellent. You're going to have, okay. <clears throat> looking at the IDs, once again, you're going to have a very hard time matching those pictures. <laughs> yeah, with that, as long we'll as have time to take care of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so do you eventually want to get off on the ninth floor? Yeah. <clears throat> ninth floor, uh, compared to the other floors uh, that you've been to recently, is quite quiet. Uh, a couple of law firms here. There's a few people in doing business. Uh, there is a... Uh, icon printing shop here. Uh, they, this looks like to be their office. Um, 
There doesn't appear to be anyone uh, inside. They all have kind of like the glass front, you know, the glass doors and glass fronts, so you can see into the businesses. So it's pretty quiet. It's not a lot going on on this floor. And uh, these businesses occupy the whole of this floor. There's a janitorial closet and a maintenance closet. Other than that, not really anything else. And I'll uh, try to serve tip, tip, tipish sneakily. Uh, <laughs> check out the, you know, the fire stairs. And, you know, if I can oh, yeah, yeah, they, go out, can you get back in and... <clears throat> Yeah, there there are uh, there are stairways for when the elevators are overloaded, overloaded so uh, they can also be used as fireways down. Uh, but yeah, they don't lock and they don't trigger any alarms. At least on this floor, they don't. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the next plan would be to you know check the uh, the tenth the door to the tenth floor. Hmm? Yeah, it's uh it's opened and actually you can hear uh, the sound of a lot of people uh, on the floor as you're you know going up the stairways to it. Sounds to be kind of like a party going on. You can actually hear some music on this floor, and it sounds like there's a lot of people. Okay. And just before we check that out, I'll go check the door to the 11th floor with the concern that it might be, uh, might be, uh, uh have security. You, uh, you go up one landing before the 11th floor, and then you see a warning sign and one of these, uh, plastic chains that are tied across the stairway, which, you know, really can't keep anyone out. They're just there to warn you. And it says, restricted area. <laughs> <laughs> Can I spot any, any signs of, uh, surveillance devices? Uh, sure. Give me, uh, alertness thief. Ah <laughs> All right. Okay, here's what happens when you roll multiple ones. Um, I can either take them as two separate complications, or I can combine them into one harder complication, uh, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take that as a, a D6. Well, actually, that, the D6 shouldn't have been rolled. I, that was from previous. Oh, right. from previous. Okay, so it... just one then. Just one then. So a total of three. Uh, you don't spot anything. Of course not. <laughs> then I, uh, and uh, as you are contemplating the not spotting anything, uh, you hear footsteps coming down the uh, stairwell, and uh, <clears throat> one of the not rent a cop looking patrolmen uh, come down. He's got a flashlight out. He sees you guys still sta- standing there, and he says, uh, "Sorry, sirs. The uh, the conference is uh, on the tenth floor. This is uh, server rooms up here. We, we, I'm sorry, we don't allow any investors up here." Oh, I I act a little oh. drunk, and oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get a view from the roof. Oh well, uh, that can be arranged. Uh, talk to someone on the tenth floor there. I believe they're going to give helicopter tours of the uh, the city later on. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Stagger back down towards yes. the tenth. Uh, the complication uh, I am assigning here at the f- this point is that uh, your your faces have been noticed by a security guard at uh, D six, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna <clears throat> cut frames for a minute, and we're going to pick up as the taxi uh, has dropped you has uh, dropped you off at your house there with right. Mr. Carter. And I'll lead up to uh, my apartment. Uh, Moses uh, Moses has got a little backpack on. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, this is my change of clothes and, uh, you know, for a few personal items. 
Well, I don't expect you'll be staying here long, so it shouldn't take too much. Uh, man, my apartment's not very big, just like small, like one bedroom place, galley kitchen, uh, just jammed with computer junk and books. <laughs> His eyes brighten up at that. Oh, it's fine. I can crash on like the floor. The, like the uh. really, ex- like, <laughs> like really expensive, like entertainment system and everything, but like all the furniture's like third hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everything technological stuff, stuff that is cutting want, edge. You know, <laughs> coffee tables propped up on like uh, some Linux manuals. <laughs> You've got the uh, dormitory uh, cement bricks with boards for your yeah, shelves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Living like a college student. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. It's like, oh man, this feels like home. <laughs> yeah, it's a certain type. Is that a Nintendo Fu? That is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's heavily modded, though, so be careful. Oh, uh, you've even got the brain interface jacks. Awesome. <laughs> Custom. All right. You know, so, uh, yeah, since... you're welcome to whatever's in the fridge. There's not a lot. Uh, don't answer the door it. for anyone unless you know it's, you know, me or one of my associates. Oh, of course not, man. You know, and he looks at your controller. These Nintendos were just never the same since the porn industry bought them out. <laughs> yeah, you might. Uh, the handy wipes are right there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he pokes around. He pokes around a bit. You know, he's 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 respecting your privacy, but he's uh, he's you know ogling all your technology devices there. <laughs> Hey, you got a, a pillow and a blanket? I think I just might, might take a little nap. It's uh, it's been uh, a while. Yeah, uh, my like uh, a little hamper in the bathroom, or not hamper, but like cabin in the bathroom. I'll pull out like the extra blanket and the throw pillow from the couch. Oh, awesome, man! Before you're even uh, done, kind of checking on things in your house, the guy's already sawing logs on the floor. Well, he seems like he's in here, all right. Um, uh, I don't. I told him not to leave, so I'm not gonna leave an extra key here. Mm-hmm. You know what? I better just in case. I don't want to leave and then get locked out. <laughs> all right, so I'll leave the extra key on the fridge with a note on it, saying "Don't leave, but if you do, take this." <laughs> and uh, then I will head back to main base. All right. Um, <clears throat> on your way out, uh, give me an alertness, uh, hmm, an alertness thief roll. Alertness thief. D10, D6. Eight. <laughs> Take two plot points. Uh, as a guy, uh, <laughs> as a guy. Oh, there they are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you're coming out the stoop, this, uh, kind of burly guy that was just kind of leaning up against the, the side of the building, kind of trying hey. to look up. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Are you in a? Are you have a house? Or are you in an apartment? Ah, uh, apartment. You're in an apartment. Yeah. So he's kind of looking up uh, to see kind of like how many floors there are. As you come out of the stoop, he like hurriedly pulls a newspaper up over his face, but he he's got it upside down. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're coming off the stoop there. Great. Um, you can take him. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I can't see his face right now. No. No. And, uh, um, actually, if I spend a pot, spend a plot point, is there one of those? I bet I can see his uh, for an asset. 
Oh, sure, sure. Can I see his reflection in the window of the apartment across from me? <clears throat> That's yeah, sure. That that sounds like a good use of that. Uh, uh, yeah. Take my smartphone. Zoom <laughs> at his picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, making to look like I'm just like dialing like you know someone on it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go. Oh, forgot my keys and sneak back into the apartment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the apartments at this time, uh, especially since you uh, are in the you know, upper income bracket, uh, you do have to have either pass keys or be buzzed in. So you don't think the guy got into uh, the complex. So you know, you're not sure if he knows what what room you're in or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to get back into the room. You can hear him snoring through your door before you even enter the yeah. to your apartment. <laughs> Moses. Moses. Ah, oh. No bad touch. What? What? Stop. Ah. Eh. <laughs> Big burly guy outside. Obviously waiting for you. I don't know how they found us. But, oh, uh, man. They followed me here. Yeah. We, we need to get out of here. All right. All right. Let me just... Let me just... <gasps> Takes a deep breath, <laughs> starts to mumble some stuff to himself, like, all right, be calm, be calm, Moses, you got this, you got this. Fire escape over there, we'll <laughs> just get down the street, mm-hmm. never see us. All right, <clears throat> head down the fire escape, and uh, as you don't see anyone else around you, all right. fire escape kind of goes down into the uh, the alley between uh, your apartment and the next. Nothing bad can happen here, it's an alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh going to hit the bricks, try and get about a block or two away before grabbing a cab. Or trying to. That's the plan. Sure. Uh, easy enough. Walk quickly, like but look like... Walk sharks. Quickly, but don't walk too quickly. Look like you know where we're going. Huh? Yes, the cabs are like predatory sharks, just cruising the streets, waiting for victims to... <laughs> <laughs> cabs are easy. Yes. Oh, I love that. Where are you heading? Uh, back to uh, the office. All right. Uh, on the right here, I'm going to bring up the picture of the guy I took. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show it to Moses. Say, that guy look familiar? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's one of the guys that's been following me. They all kind of look like this, you know? They got the beefy faces and the kind of the crew cut look going on there. Right. It looks kind of like Ivan, actually. Mm. <laughs> um. Okay. While we're driving there, I want to break up my laptop. Mm-hmm. Right tool for the right job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and uh, hook up with the FBI, uh, you know, <coughs> database, the, you know, facial recognition stuff. Sure. Uh, Black Eagle, Black Eagle has its own uh, <coughs> connection to that sort of thing. So okay. you really don't even have to hack it. Uh, so what I'm looking for and for that distinction you have there, you can have an extra D6 to your role. Uh, let's have an intelligence and uh, oh, we'll go intelligence hacker role just to see. Uh, how far into the system you can get, or what you can get out of it. Ugh. That's not good. Ow. <laughs> well, you did uh, succeed with a seven. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right, yeah, you're able to uh, pick the guy up um, in the system. He is uh, He's a suspected, uh, well, he's, he's former uh, Spetsnaz. 
Oh God! Uh, <laughs> out of Russia, uh, he has been uh, he has been linked with uh, certain uh, Russian uh, mafia types. Uh, he is uh, he is wanted in his own country. Um, he seems to have been uh, doing a lot of glow popping. Last suspected to be in the U.S., he does have an FBI wanted uh, bulletin out on him. Uh, and for the. Uh, <clears throat> And for the D8 complication that arises while you're getting this, uh, you guys hear the, the driver. screech of tires behind you as this uh, black sedan seems to be coming up fast behind you, uh, behind your taxi driver, <clears throat> who starts cursing out the window and yelling at the guy for tailgating. Uh, and uh, you feel a bump as the black sedan actually collides the back of the taxi driver. Sir, I'll uh, give you $20 to shake that tail. Uh, the money disappears quickly, and the taxi kind of speeds up <laughs> starts right. darting through the traffic. <laughs> That's, All uh, right. Um, the, the sedan is uh, close on you, uh, but the taxi driver seems to be – I'm just rolling against myself here real quick. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, <laughs> taxi driver seems to be well – uh, well acquainted with the traffic of the street, though, and he's weaving in and out between cars with barely, you know, enough space between cars that you can insert a Q-tip. You know, you hear a little bit of paint exchanging as uh, he slips between two compact cars, and the large sedan that's following you just can't keep up with this pattern. Trope question. Yes. All right. How crazy is like the tech in this? I don't mean like super tech, but is it like, <clears throat> like diehard? Uh, James Bond level tech. Oh yes, yes. Like so, conceivably, I could hack into the computer system in his car. Uh, yeah, yeah, could be. It is. A, it looks like an older model car, but it's still possible that he has uh, has GPS or even. Uh, uh, I would know, like to. I would like to turn engine? off his fuel injection and or ah, brakes. Yes, yes. Uh, sure. If you're willing to spend a plot point for that, uh, yes, he can have a car that has the chipped engine that the authorities can turn off if they, so they don't have to do high speed pursuits. Absolutely. <laughs> that is exactly what I want All to right. do. So that sounds to me like a, uh, a hacking role combined with probably mm, an intelligence role there. Uh, can I add, don't All worry, right. I got this? Yes, you can. Yes, oh, you he's can. freaking out like, don't worry, I got this. Do. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, intelligence and hacker, you said? Yes. And I am adding their uh, D8 complication die into this roll. I would blame you if you did. <clears throat> ah, take a power. Uh, take a plot point for their one. I got 11. Ah, yes. Uh, some quick hacking on your part, and you're, you find out that, uh, indeed, this car is a rental car. Older model or not, it's a rental, so it has to have the chip in the engine. And you're able to find it and cut off the gas <clears throat> as your taxi driver just uh, careens out in front of traffic. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> good shocks on this. Oh, we lost him, yes! Yes, very good, sir. Very, very good. <laughs> I will recommend you to my friends and relations. <laughs> oh, you bet, you bet. Great, great. There's a, a little door opens on your side of the uh, taxi cab. There's a little slot and a business card pops out. <laughs> I will file that away <laughs> in all sincerity. <laughs> so you're heading back to Black Eagle then? Correct. Okay. Where my hacking rigs are. Although apparently uh, I do pretty well for laptops. <laughs> do remember that the three of you guys do actually have communications uh, other right. than just cell phones. Uh, I'm assuming it's only been a few. It hasn't been yes. a lot of time yet. So. 
So I'm going actually to... no. Once we once I know that we're safely away, I will actually ring him up because I just got assaulted. What the hell? <laughs> Go right. <ahead. coughs> ring 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 ring. Yes, your earbuds go off. <laughs> Hello? It's like when we're in the party on the 10th floor or so. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, this will be when you uh, enter the 10th floor. And, you know, there's uh, they've got, like, party trays sent out. There's uh, uh, scantily dressed women going around with magnums of champagne that they're pouring out into people's glasses. And, yeah, yeah, but a much better time than I am. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you can hear the, uh, you're drinking champagne and ogling women. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, uh, I just got assaulted by thugs. Trance music's going on in the bathroom background, you know. <laughs> Spetsnaz, man. Spetsnaz. Spetsnaz and Russian Mafia. These aren't oh, just thugs, man. These are, these are uber thugs. Killers. They tried to, they followed me to my apartment. And then when we snuck out, we're safe, by the way. Thanks. We, uh, <laughs> snuck well, out. They came after us in a big old, big old car, tried to run us off the road. All right. Well, I think we've, uh, We've got we're well, like I said we're at a party here at uh of course at you are. conceptual design. <laughs> and there's another one tonight that we're thinking of going to. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> and I'll I'll fill him in on you know, the, the building layout and Excellent. I will forward you the information I got on the goon. Case. Yep. So uh, you send the pic- you send the picture over through your camera. The picture and the dossier. <coughs> yeah. You recognize him, Ivan? Yeah, Ivan might recognize him. Uh, Ivan, give me a hitter intelligence roll. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. D ten and D eight. You know what? Since the guy is Russian Spetsnaz, I'll let you actually take another D six if you want it. Okay. <clears throat> Although, well, I had already rolled at that time. You can roll another d6 on top of that if you want, and just okay. take the best of the three. Oh! <laughs> nice! Okay. Um, <laughs> well, yes! Paul, your yeah. money! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you recognize him, uh, and here's what the obstacle is going to be. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you recognize him because uh, you and this guy have thrown down before. He is definitely part of the Rus- uh, Russian mafia. He's in- he's an enforcer for uh, one of their bosses, uh, Sergey Melovic. Um, some uh, some pretty bad customers. You you heard that they had gotten into uh, the the digital side of larceny lately, but they're usually the leg breaker types. <laughs> and mm. uh, this guy this guy has uh, history with you. And uh, he would undoubtedly know you if he saw you, if he saw your face. If this guy isn't involved, this is not good news. I know him. Dun dun dun. I I say that over the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, this is an excellent hook. If later on you need to have a flashback scene mm. to uh, get an asset against this guy, that's a that's an excellent hook to flash back to mm. something yeah. that you. Something I remember he's got a glass jaw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's incredibly ticklish. <laughs> but bad news, this guy uh this guy usually deals in violence. He's an enforcer enforcer for this uh Sergei Melovic. And uh often his uh people that get in his way don't ever again. 
<laughs> as as in they turn up his body somewhere. <laughs> hmm. So what you're saying is, it's good that I got out of there when I did, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. How come I can never run into my ex-enemies? They're all like 95-pound D&D players. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably run into them online all the time. Ah, uh, damn. You're Keel throwing down over... Oh, gold farmers now. Oh, hack your WoW account. Sell your gear off. Take that. Yeah. That was my authenticator. <laughs> any rate. <laughs> anyway. Right. So uh, I'm going to hold. I'm going back to the uh, office. I've got <laughs> Moses with me. I'm going to see if we can't hold up in one of the offices there. Oh, easy enough. <clears throat> Black Eagle is a pretty secure. Uh, location. Probably uh, you guys. In the first place. Yep. You guys <laughs> also have your own uh, helipad on the roof, uh, which is actually a fairly common amongst the uh, nicer high rises in the area. Okay. Uh, your <clears throat> your receptionist does want to know: uh, is is there something wrong, Dorothy? Uh, is, is there something wrong, Mister Carter? Ah, uh, Dorothy, Dorothy, Dorothy. Just one of those. Dangers of being part of the job. Uh, Dorothy <laughs> clears her Glock, <laughs> checks the action, <laughs> checks the action on it, makes sure the clip is full, and says, "Should I call security, sir?" Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> that probably won't be necessary right now. No. Very well. You'll you'll recognize trouble when it comes through the door. There. They've she, got they've got the obvious thug look to them. Yes, sir. She checks her belt strap, knives, and. <laughs> <laughs> How come she gets a gun? <laughs> yeah, wait a second. <laughs> ah, because if someone breaks into a private property, you're allowed to shoot them. <laughs> ah, that explains some of that. Explains some of the application blanks I saw on the uh, slide here. Yeah, the, uh, if you're applying for the perception of secretary, do you have small arms experience? If so, what calibers? <laughs> um, Typing rate and bullets per minute. Can you do me a favor, though? And Mr. Moses here, he's our current... Uh, Mr. Sorry, not Mr. Moses. Mr. Beal. Beal is our current client. If you could get him set up somewhere, he could take a nap, maybe a sandwich or two. I think he'd really appreciate it. He has a, he's had a rough week of it. Sure, we can set up a cot in the training rooms. Uh, that shouldn't be a problem. That's great. Thank you, Dorothy. You're a doll. Now, Mr. Beal, would you like another cookie? She takes him aside and... <laughs> there, there. Very motherly with her exposed clock. <laughs> right. Um, to the computer lab. Yep. Uh, yes, your, your pass will give you access to their very nice computer lab. Uh, you do have access to uh, things like uh, FBI database. Uh. Nice. Alright. First thing I want to do is first thing I want to do is get rid of uh, try and uh, get rid of, take care of this criminal record here. Ah, yes. <clears throat> You're try and straighten out his stuff. Try and straighten out his stuff, yep. Okay. That gets him out of my apartment that much quicker. Sure. Um, give me a hacking and alertness for this. You know. Hacking and alertness. Yeah. 
anything in here that I can use? Not really. Uh, you would know this digs beforehand as well. Um, oh, okay. You did very well anyway. <clears throat> okay, uh, yeah, it's not as easy as uh, you would have first thought. You thought, you know, just go in and see where things went wrong, replace things. Uh, What's he been no, accused of? Someone has actually gone in and taken a, a great deal of effort to kind of rewrite this guy's past, uh, even as far as adding, like, several traffic tickets and DUIs when he was much younger. He apparently has wow. a pot conviction in college. Uh, <laughs> and you're able to go back and look at the log files to see that this has all been done, you know, just within the last few days. Okay, so it's they they made fake a thorough, been, thorough fake, uh, thoroughly fake background for him, huh? Right. Yeah, ha- had you not actually gone back to see how far this all extended and looked at the log files, you would not have caught it because it certainly looks, looks like legitimate. A, mostly misdemeanors, though, not, not felonies? <clears throat> Nothing that would get him uh, an actual police showing up at his door. Uh, okay, it's, so it's all stuff... Playing it subtle. Mm-hmm. Yep. His assets are being frozen for federal investigation. Um, <laughs> we'll fix that. <laughs> and uh, you're able to backtrace that to find that there is no such actual federal case opened on the federal end. <laughs> I, I would like to clear that block as well. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, you're able to. Uh, you are able to go through and uh, adjust everything back. Um, uh, although the pot undo, violation undo. looks like it, it might actually be correct. Uh, yeah, we'll clear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll clear that too. What the heck? That one's for free. Give him a better GPA in college. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> he actually did quite well in college. All right. All right. What's that's taken care of? Uh, but what you notice from doing this is that uh, a very professional person had gone through and... Uh, and from his description of events, he did this in a very short amount of time. And it's, I would it's like quite a professional to see job. if I can like trace the IP and find out where that originated from. Okay, um, we're going to we're going to continue this then as a contested role. So what I'm going to have to do no is beat your current, which is a 17. Um, okay, I'm going to throw in. Let's see, I'm going to take a plot point as I'm going to spend one for him, and I'm going to create an asset, and I'm going to re-roll mine. Let's see. 12, 2d8. Okay, so I now raise the stakes. Still not enough to beat you. Uh, so I have a 10, and you still have a 17. So you still have the high stakes. Um, sure, you're able to... The guy is pretty masterful at it. It's uh, 15 hops later. <laughs> far. Wow. Uh, you actually trace it to... Uh, a warehouse holding facility where, uh, you know, these big tanker ships come in and they unload these huge bricks of merchandise. Uh, so okay. it's like one of those docks. Uh, you're able to trace it down and, uh, you get within, uh, one or two berths. It's, 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 uh, difficult to tell for sure because the very last hop is a Wi-Fi signal. So you're having to sure. do radius. Uh, All right. So I got, I got a radius there. At least. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And yeah, if it's a bunch of warehouses, it's not, it's going to get blocked. So it's going to be not too far. Mm-hmm. Theoretically. Um, all right, good. I'm going to download that location to my, uh, smartphone, GPS. Mm-hmm. Wow, that away. <clears throat> and if you don't mind, I'm going to cut back to Absolutely. the party. <clears throat> As we've got the trance beat going in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys do notice that with even with the uh, all the reveling that's going on and uh, the free booze and lots of men getting sloppy drunk, uh, there are several security personnel that are 
going about and you know, being very pleasant about it, but they are kind of checking the IDs to see if they, the pictures match the people. You know, they're doing it subtly. You know, they're shaking hands here and there, you know, uh, directing people to the bathrooms, and it looks like they're not able to hold their liquor. Yeah. Uh, so being polite about it, but they are checking to see if the IDs match the pictures. This might okay. be the time to make our exit. Yeah. I guess we'll uh, see if, we, you know, if we've uh, been able to pick up anything. We got to get the layout of this place and yeah, see sure. While, while pick you up guys... information on what these people, you know, know about this uh, IPO. Uh, sure. Yeah. Just uh, talking. Uh, you do have something of a language barrier problem because a lot of the people that are uh, investing, uh, English is their second language. Uh, but you get the you get the idea that it's just uh, it's just recently been released. It sounds like it's going to be the new hot stock. Uh, these people are all very interested in seeing what it has to offer. It's having an initial limited uh, IPO, so there's only going to be so many shares that are going to be initially up for offering. And uh, this whole party is is to kind of drive interest up in the the larger. Concerns that might be uh, might be purchasing uh, the 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 IPO on it. They're already talking that it might be uh, <clears throat> as much as ten to ten to twenty thousand dollars a share, off the bat. Might <laughs> um, be more uh, depending on the show uh, the show that uh, that's going on here. All right, then let's avoid the uh, the security mm-hmm. and uh, head for the exit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's see if you're able to slip through the crowd without uh, <clears throat> making security uh, suspicious there. You may uh, each use agility and whatever makes sense for your character. I mean, uh, hitter and thief, you'll go about it different ways, but you can both use those. <clears throat> the hitter would basically know crowds and know how to move through a crowd, whereas a thief may know how to just, you know, appear to be something less than he is. So you guys okay. can make those rolls. <laughs> Looks like you both succeeded just fine, uh, and both of you take a plot point, uh, as I rolled a one in my grouping there. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, there's just so much of a crowd that you're both you're both able to kind of slip down without them noticing. Do you take the elevator or stairs? Uh, were there? Uh, do you remember any security near that elevator, the <laughs> stairs? I well, you the guys ones uh, the stairs, but mm-hmm. that was near the top. Yeah, near the top. Sorry, go ahead, Dad. No, I was just going to say that the stairs to the 10th floor were just fine, but if you tried to go up to the 11th, you'll go up one more landing before the 11th, and that's where the uh, the kind of the roped-off area is. Yeah. As far as the elevator, um, you didn't take the elevator to the 10th, so you're not sure if there is anything special about that's the elevator. That's right. So, yeah, let's, let's take the stairs. Okay. Exercise will do us good. Work off the alcohol. <laughs> you good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you guys uh, go back down. Are you going to go all, all ten floors down, or are you going to get off on a floor and take the elevator the rest of the way? Yeah, well, I expect, you know, after a few floors, I'll, I'll go, you know, let's take the elevator. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, something you do notice, uh, since you do walk down a fair number of floors, that uh, hotel staff, you see some of them kind of milling in the stairways, having smoke breaks. Okay. When they see you guys come through the doors, you know, they'll quickly kind of stub one out and make uh, make uh, 
pretend like they were talking on their cell phones or something. Well, we'll just uh, pretend like I'm one of the drunk revelers and look inconspicuous. Sounds good. Uh, so you guys going back down to the uh, ground floor on the elevator? Yep. Yeah. Right. Doesn't seem to be a problem. Uh, it does take a little bit longer to get down as uh, the elevators are <clears throat> seem to be under quite a load. But uh, a few minutes later, you're able to get back down to the ground floor. The lobby is pretty much cleared out by this time. Looks like most of the uh, people here for the IPO party have already arrived or already left to check into their hotels. <clears throat> the receptionist, who was uh, not very congenial to you, is <clears throat> she's having a coffee break. She's uh, at her desk. That is, no one's in front of it now. She's stretching a bit, having coffee. When she looks like no one's directly looking at her, she pulls out like a little hip flask, pours something into her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh... She sees you guys uh, rounding out of the elevator, <clears throat> pops in a tic-tac, smiles at you this time, says, Hello, sirs. Evening. Is there anything I can help you find? You need directions to your hotel? I see you've already checked in. She nods at your badges. Yeah, and I, I think we're we're good. See you later. <laughs> Before she's, she can get a good look at her badge, we'll uh, move on. <laughs> yeah. She's cheerful this time as she waves you. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. Glad you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's head back to the. And back to the office to plan our next move. Sure. And uh, so we'll meet back at uh, Black Eagle. And I'm going to say that, uh, Brian, your hack job there uh, took a while. I mean, you were doing several hops there, gathering information. No so yeah, you're, you're finishing up by the time that they uh, come in. Uh, making sure I cover my trail. Oh, yes, yes. When you beat a roll by uh, five or more, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it, you've you've simply you've you've essentially taken out uh, the competition enough enough that you can set your you know your your total goal. So if you want to say your back trail has been uh, cleaned up, then cleaned so up it without is. a trace. Yes. All right, <clears throat> guys. Hey. How's the party? It's all right till the. Uh... Security chased us out. Uh, need fake so we ideas. Have a, yeah, we got another one that we could go to tonight if we uh, probably come up with some disguises and alter the uh, these badges. And you know, I throw the the handful I have on the uh, ah table. I could fix those for you. I thought you could. Uh, I'd like to do a flashback, thinking back to my high school days when I used to make fake ideas to get beers <laughs> for my friends. <laughs> back there nice. at home with like the razor blade and the little color printer, just like carefully cutting things out and uh-huh. laying them yeah. back in. Yeah, these are even easier since they're and printed <laughs> right onto the plastic. You know, just kind of get some solvent, rub it off, and print on new ones. Uh, yeah, I've you should sure have that. I've got all this neat, fancy equipment now too. I just did that with a Kodak and a. <laughs> Yeah, take the, take the D6. You can take the extra D6 on that. All right. Um, and what am I rolling? Uh, well, you're trying to do a forgery here. So this is kind of a... Grifter? I'm going to call a, a grifter or a thief. Uh, your grifter's higher, so that's fine. 
Okay. And uh, an agility as you're trying to line it up exactly right. And, uh, or you can do intelligence. Either one would work. Let's go intelligence then. <clears throat> you guys are free to uh, offer up your opinion on what the role should be based on your character. Because it's all kind of... It's kind of loose depending on how your character would go about it. Ugh. <clears throat> A lot of ones on these here dice. Yeah. Uh, well, nine certainly gets it. Uh, hmm. I'm going to bank that one you've got there, and that will come back to haunt you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go, guys. Good as new. Here you go, Mr. Fukushima. <laughs> and Mr. Maximilian Steele. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got the cool name. Who am I? Shlomo, uh, Shlomo Goldfarb, yeah. what? <laughs> Slarty Bartfast, what? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I uh, I traced back to the uh, the source of whoever messed around with uh, Moses's uh, personal data. It's down here in the old warehouse district by the docks. Mm. Okay. I guess we'll we should go check that out. Not bad we idea. Got some time. Yep, it's uh, it's early afternoon. It's probably by the time you've finished with what you were doing, it's probably five o'clock. Still several hours before uh <clears throat> the guest speaker is due to speak tonight if you're wanting to catch that. Yeah, the location that he's got on his uh, GPS there is maybe a half hour, 45 minutes at most if the traffic's bad. Right. Okay. A taxi or Humvee? <laughs> I think Humvee this time. We got run off the road pretty good, although I do know a great cabbie. <laughs> And Bert, you're getting a little fuzzy again. Sure. Yeah, my hour's up. This podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show.
in a tavern, and an old crazy man with a staff walks in. He stops at your table and says, mm, No, I don't think so, and walks on. <laughs> walks out. <laughs> you notice that he's trailing toilet paper from <laughs> I heard there was crime. Monkey crime. The worst type of crime. We could all start talking like that. Stop stepping my belly wig. <laughs> makes me think of all those political attack ads. I'm Gareth Drake. Can I approve this message? <laughs> How would you if monkeys took your jetpack? Monkeys took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com. <laughs>